Welcome. Jesus is our inspiration. Welcome to the deposit. God's love is our motivation. Welcome to the deposit with Brian and Dinah Lee. It's our inspiration. Where we use what God has deposited in us our motivation. to inspire you to make a difference with what God has deposited in you. So come on. It's our motivation. Let's do this. Let, 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 let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Welcome to The Deposit with Brian and Diana Lee. We are on uh, season three. Yes. Episode four. So, <laughs> yes. Welcome. I hope you come in and join us today. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, today is uh, really uh, awesome. It's my, I'm finally back mm -hmm. from um, Mardi Gras. I just got it back pretty late and uh, just here, just, I mean, there's so many things that God's done. I'm so thankful and just inspired and encouraged from all that's. That's taking place over this last week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, as you come into the deposit that we share powerful testimonies and divine appointments that are impacting people for Christ in our everyday yeah, well, life. <laughs> yeah. And our goal is to equip you, inspire you, encourage you to step out of your comfort zones and share the gospel and watch God do God move um, in your in the lives of people around you. Yes, and I guess this uh, this on um, this uh, episode, it is exactly that that <laughs> stepping out of our comfort zones, man. It is never gets um, it's never just easy just to go. Um, it is intense. It is <laughs> it is unnerving at times. It is actually having some scary moments, but every time as we step out, we get to see things that uh, we never would have seen unless we took that step. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so before we get started on sharing some of the things that happened down at Mardi Gras, um, if you had a chance to listen to last week's episode, I kind of hosted it by myself. So that was definitely stepping out of my comfort zone uh, for me. But Brian was on the episode. Uh, we got to meet the team and just hear their hearts for why they want to go and how many years they've been going down to Mardi Gras and some of the things that really impact them from their trips down there. And uh, Brian also did a couple of lives while he was down there. So if you haven't had a chance to check those out, definitely um, you can watch it obviously last week's episode on our page, The Deposit with Brian and Dinah Lee, and then the lives on Brian's personal page. And um, yeah. yeah. So you can get caught up on that. And I can't remember if there was something else I was going to share. Oh, the other thing that I, we had a big announcement on uh, last week's episode that the deposit is now a podcast. So you can watch, yeah. listen to it on all your favorite streaming uh, platforms. So you can watch it live where you see our faces or you can listen to it at the gym on the way to work. <laughs> Uh, curled up on the couch, wherever is your favorite place to listen to podcasts. And so um, we truly do really, we, you know, we do this so that we can encourage you, inspire you to just step out of your comfort zone and just pray for that courage. You know, God says he will give us the courage to step out and that he's always with us. And so we pray that listening to the testimonies um, and listening to what God is doing um, really encourages you to step out um, as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So welcome home, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I just got home late yeah, last night. I what a long day. Close to midnight, we walked in the door. So mm -hmm. 
um, a little bit of flight delay and whatnot, but uh, he's home and we're so thankful and um, <laughs> getting it live is the best. Thank you. <laughs> um, so anyway, so how, welcome home and yeah. how was your trip? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my trip was, uh, it has had some ups and downs uh, in the sense of uh, it was um, incredible just uh, connecting with our team. Uh, this is my fourth time going with the team from Temple, Texas, and uh, with my friend Brian Allen and just the wonderful people there. And it felt like coming back to family. This was the first time that I uh, traveled outside of the U.S. and to do ministry f in three years. And it just so happens the last time that I did it was when I went to Mardi Gras uh, in 2020. Mm -hmm. So coming back. And I got to go with that. Yeah, you got to go. <laughs> I got to go on that trip. that trip. So that was my last U.S. trip as well. So coming back, it was just a great um, reunion, you know, um, with this, with the team. And just uh, we began to just start out with prayer each morning. And it was intense um, mm -hmm. from the get-go. But, um, but as we prayed, uh, I believe that there were some breakthroughs. And then... Uh, as we went, went on into the streets, we just uh, started out with prayer, praying e everywhere and anywhere. It's like there's millions and millions of people on the streets. Mm -hmm. It's uh, so many things that you, there's uh, a lot of things going on at the same time. Uh, and just it's just it's just your all your senses are uh, on overload <laughs> and you just wonder, God, I'm here now. And it seems like we're just a small team in the midst of millions of people. And we just begin to pray. And we ask God for those divine appointments. And uh, and it's amazing when it happens. Mm -hmm. um, for those that don't know, like, what is Mardi Gras? What's actually, like, happening, um, I guess, on the streets or yeah. in the atmosphere? <laughs> well, I don't necessarily know. I, I can't tell you exactly the, the complete historical uh, origins of Mardi Gras. But in New Orleans, New Orleans, uh, every year there's a celebration of it's like a week-long celebration before Lent where uh, people come down to party, to have a good time, to cast off restraint and basically, and, and anything <laughs> and do anything that really that they want to. Mm -hmm. So it may be just a family there just wanting to take in the sights and there's people, then there's a hardcore partying, a lot of witchcraft, uh, but people basically casting off a straight for seven days and they're wearing masks, beads and different things. So many, uh, a lot of, I think someone call it debauchery, um, but just there's all, everything that you can imagine happening on the streets. And so we get, we, we get there and we're right in the middle of this and just having to just keep our hearts, I guess you'd say pure and also be able to just somehow reach uh, the people around mm -hmm. yeah and so we you know like you said there is a lot of witchcraft that goes on and we we know we see um <laughs> uh you know the voodoo mart uh there's a voodoo muse museum there's witchcraft kind of stores uh along the streets and then of course when mardi gras happens you know there's people doing readings and different things right on the streets and so w what have you encountered uh well, while you're there well this year it was really in interesting because it seems like that there there were the level of witchcraft and stuff seemed to be more pronounced more, more overt and while we were uh 
just watching a street for a, a rapper, a Christian rapper rapping on the streets. They had this this young lady that was demonized, and she was just uh, um, just heckling, just doing anything to dis distract, and uh, and also just began just uh, for anybody that would try to just intervene, which I did, uh, <laughs> and then she just uh, that the the demon inside of her just uh, just would not let up, just would continue just to try to distract and different things. So I engaged her and I just said, so, uh, and I just asked her, uh, what's, what's going on with you? And she, then that, then she just began saying all the, these different things. And I, she said, well, I, 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 uh, go to church. I, um, I speak in tongues. I, I do these different things. I said, but and then she, I asked her, who does she serve? She goes, I said, who is that? Who is that? She wouldn't answer. I said, his name is Jesus. Can you say Jesus? She said, no. And she just kept on going, just going all around the crowd. And it was very, very disturbing, but also that is something that spirit in her was just, just did not like what was going on. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, on the last day, uh, no, yeah, the last day that we were there, we had a huge worship, um, a worship a time with all of the people that came there to uh, to share the gospel mm -hmm. with uh, the ones on New Orleans. And there's hundreds and of them. That if meet. not thousands. Yeah, or thousands, yeah, that meet um, kind of in front of Jackson Square yeah. and have this incredible worship time on Monday afternoon for everybody to just come and get together and worship the Lord. Yeah, and as we were worshiping, this young lady came and she was doing the same thing. And then something happened where she just got, mm -hmm. just, just fell to the ground. And uh, then the people around the, uh, around her just began to pray over her, and they cast it out, cast out that demon. Wow! And uh, it was it was so cool to see, just it's always so cool to see that truly the power of Jesus is um, far greater and superior than any other power. Mm -hmm. And this lady was set set free on the streets. Amazing! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty cool. It was awesome. And so what were some of um maybe one or two of your highlights from the trip? Well, oh there there's a lot this time when it's not big enough for me to share all of them, <laughs> but there there's some that is it's pretty cool. Um one of them was uh let me just show you. Yeah, she, I fell in there. Yeah, one of them was this 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 young man. He's a pa pastor in uh, I think in Tennessee or Alabama, one of those two. I met him. His name is Rodney. Now I was coming back to Jackson Square from we as we were wa we're walking around uh, the French Quarter, and uh, and I asked him. I so I didn't know he was a pastor, but as soon as I saw him, I just <laughs> I just smiled and I felt I need to go over to him. And so I, I, uh, I hesitated for a little bit, but this feeling kept on getting stronger that I needed to go over to him. So I went over to him and I said, hey, I, I talked to him a little bit and I said, I don't know who you are, but God has something, God, God's hand is on your life. So what do you do? And so he, he said, first he said he was, um, he was in the military for 20 years. Then he said that he worked another job for 15, for 15 years. So I thought that, I was off because I thought that there's that he was a pastor sometime and said, and of course I and he said, and I am also a pastor. I said, Yes, that's it. <laughs> yes. And I said, Well, I just God gave me just a word for him that just uh really, really impacted him and just was uh, a confirmation of some things. Mm -hmm. 
But uh, and so afterward, he told me this. He said, I was actually in a church downtown in uh, in the French Quarter just praying. And I felt the words divine appointment come to my heart. And and I have a team that I wanted to share that I was kind of mentoring. So I wanted to share that with him. But I didn't know I didn't didn't have the freedom to. And so so he comes out on just just before I met him. He, they come out from there, come on the street, and then I come up to him and I share what I said, share. And then he said, uh, you know, then I realized that word was not for me. It was not for me to teach about my team, to my team, but it was for me. I said, no, that what it was is that uh, this divine appointment that happened that was so significant to you, God spoke that to you. It happened to you. And now you can teach your team about the divine appointments because you've experienced it. And he just, <laughs> and he, it, and he was just blown away. And then I got to meet his wife and different pe people around him, but it was just so cool. Just, you know, those down divine appointments that were specifically for, for this time in this place, no co coincidence. And we got to experience that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really cool because in the midst of all of the people that are there who obviously need the Lord, it's really good to, um, go and string on the streets and um, just encourage one another. Yeah. And so that is uh, really awesome that you got to have that heart connection with him. And um, he maybe learned something too that um, he wouldn't have otherwise. So, yeah. And what I love about it <laughs> also, these uh, uh, divine appointments are, it's not just me blessing them; <laughs> it's them also blessing me. And so he actually he actually prayed for me and shared some a scripture for for me and my family that really blessed me and mm -hmm. really just uh, yeah just spoke to my heart. Mm -hmm. And so it was yeah it was pretty cool. Awesome. And you have a couple other pictures and and uh, things that you'd like to share. Yeah, uh, I share this one. Uh, on the streets there, like Diane said, there are people that uh, are they go every year. Some of the people, there's some people that have gone to Mardi Gras to minister for 40 years. Uh, and then there's those that just come for the first time. And Brian Allen and different ones of us, as we were praying in the morning, we felt that we need to pray for some of those people and just, just encourage them because it is, it is unnerving. <laughs> and so uh, I met this guy that's on the left here. Uh, and he actually happens to be from South Dakota and lives in Sioux Falls. And there's a whole story to that. But mm -hmm. we, as we connected, God really just um, just really gave me the opportunity to love on him, to pour into him and just share, give, encourage him and just uh, just share testimonies of things that God's done on the streets. And he was it's like because if you can see in there, he they're right in the middle of Bourbon Street, which is the most crazy street of mm -hmm. them all and there's every kind of thing going past them they're standing there with a cross and they're getting uh screamed at they're getting um just cursed at but also they're getting to have these divine moments with people and so but he you could tell that he was like a deer in headlights and uh as i'm speaking to him you could just see hope you could just see confidence begin to come in and just he was very very uh and and uh what's called encouraging that the man on the uh, right. He was actually been there for a long time and he actually invited the one on the left and he was just a good, good man. Uh, I think he's a pastor. And so we talked right on the streets and, uh, and he, you could tell 
that uh, he had such a love and compassion for people. And it was just, uh, just one, another one of those divine appointments. That's awesome. Um, it really goes to show, you know, the war against light and darkness, good and evil. Um, if you don't have um, it in you, like the Bible says, if you're foolish, you are not going to want to see the truth. You aren't going to want to know the, um, the truth or see the light you oppose it. And so that's really what happens on the streets down there. If people see a cross, if you um, try and talk to them about the Lord, um, the, there can be um, real opposition there. And some people just do not want to hear it. I remember one guy just saying, I don't want your prayers. <laughs> and he <laughs> just ran away. And I was like, okay. Um, but other people, when there is a receptive heart or an open heart, they, they it's like everything else becomes quiet around them and they want to listen and want to engage in this conversation with you to hear what the Lord might want to say to them. Yeah. And so it's one of the things is like we, as we prayed with the team, we really felt to have the, the direction to actually set up our team on a corner in a different place and just begin to just have, they had uh, signs that said free bro hugs or free mama hugs. Uh, and you, <laughs> and so they set up in this intersection and uh, you just saw different people would just look at that and just walk away. But then other people would just, they would just kind of, their defenses would come down and then they would just go and just, they would just, just hug them. Like just the, these hugs that seem so, you know, arbitrary, whatever. And then their, their facade would just break. And then our team would be able to pray with them and people would be able to speak life to them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so this, the last night was just crazy where we had free bro hugs, free mama hugs, free epic hugs <laughs> and at this place. And they would just engage people and these big burly men. I remember is Justin, he, he would just, uh, just point out the men, you know, and just like, Hey, I see, I see you won't. You want a hug? Come on, bring it in. And this one guy, he's like maybe five, seven. He just takes a run, or just starts running and leaps into Justin's arms. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, and it's like, it, it's, it seems fun, but it's like many people haven't been touched. They haven't been embraced, especially by a man. Hmm. And so to just our, our mom, and right. we saw, uh, what's what's in Cheryl and Belinda, just, you know, those hugs just break down the, break down people's the, walls. the burliest of men, yeah. <laughs> you know, and just see God do these things in their life. So it, it was really cool. Awesome. And so did you get the opportunity to lead somebody to the Lord? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was uh, I think it was the last the last night just before we left. And so um, I'll just let you uh, see a picture. Um we were just handing out these hygiene packs uh, that we give because there's a lot of lots of homeless people on there on the streets and just needing the basic necessities. So uh, we had a few left. And so Brian, he uh, he uh, just saw a homeless gentleman and he just want, he wanted to go and uh, talk with him and just maybe give him a pack. And so so we're on our way there. And th this lady, I forget what her name. She's from another team, uh, but she just because she seems to have have the same idea to engage this this gentleman. And so, uh, so she actually gives him some food, 
And then, then we jump in and then we give him a hygiene pack. And then we just ask, so is there anything that we need to pray for you about? And she, he goes, yeah, that I would be pleasing to God. Oh, wow. That's what he said. And you just saw he's, he's obviously homeless. Uh, he obviously um, has gone through a lot of stuff and he's being on the streets that, and it's really harsh. I mean, it's everywhere, but I know in that locale that it is pretty harsh. And, uh, and he just... He just kind of just said, you know, um, I just want to be able to make the right decisions and different things. And I just said, I said, well, you know what? <clears throat> you are, you're the apple of his eye. He loves you so much and that you are able, he, that you can not only know that you please him, but you can be in relationship with him and know him personally. And, uh, so we began to pray and I, uh, Yeah. And so I began to pray and uh, and just begin to just uh, talk with him a little bit. And then right there, we got to lead him to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it, what was so amazing about it was that uh, this lady right here, uh, we never met before. Yeah. And yeah. We never met before. But in that time, we were able to uh, just connect for that one moment. Yeah. That's incredible. To lead her, to lead Eric to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So if you think of him, his name is Eric. That's all I know, really. Mm-hmm. But um, but wow, to have that moment with him was uh, pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, just those, the it just fills up your heart those moments where somebody you know surrenders their heart to Lord, or you can just feel the humility um, in people as you. T- talk to them, um, depending on where they're at, you know, this guy was this, you know, really just sharing kind of where, where he was at wanting to, to know the Lord, to please the Lord. And, um, he was just ready, you know, the harvest is ripe. Yeah. (laughs) So that was, that's amazing. And so, and I, I and I just think about it, it's like, there's millions of people there, right? And I'm just one person. Mm-hmm. And this one person got connected with one other person. Yeah. And God touched his life. Mm-hmm. Man, amazing. Uh, amazing. So, wow. Yeah. So um, we hope and pray that uh, we will be able to go again. And we really want to bring uh, people with us as well. Yeah. Um, when we go. And so um, if it's on your heart to join us, um, pray. Yeah. Well, and uh, we'll see what God does in the next year. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to say, like, even as I went from to uh, even as I left uh, for Mardi Gras, even as I left, uh, God started moving on the first plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then as I came back, even the last day, I think I had five divine appointments. I even got to pray for a cop. Um, got, I got to minister to a, a couple in Cracker Barrel. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> in my the flight was delayed for two hours. Right. And I'm just, oh, my goodness, it's a <laughs> long day anyway. Yeah. But it just so happens that the person I sat next to, I, for the next four and a half hours, we uh, spoke. I got to share uh, so many testimonies with her and, uh, and connected with her. And, and it was just one of those things where you just from start to finish, uh, we saw the hand of God just uh, 
just moving where where wherever I I was yielded to him to just serve. And so I just I challenge you that in the in the interruptions in the regular day regular day of life, uh, look for those moments where there's people that that God is laser guided to you mm-hmm. to share and to communicate his love, mercy, and the good news of Jesus Christ. It's, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, really, I am really tired. It's been, <laughs> uh, hardly got any sleep. And the last day was probably, oof, what, well, I probably, probably got 19, I was 19 hours being awake. Um, but uh, it was all worth it. And it's good to be home. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your prayers. I know many of you have been pray- have yes. prayed for us. Yes. We Thank felt you. them. We yeah. did. We did. We felt them. We felt it when it got, when it was just really crazy breakthroughs where we just were able to even engage people on a deeper level. But uh, mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you for your prayers, your love and your support, because uh, we know that we couldn't, we can't do what we do without you. Yeah, exactly. So thank you. Thank you so much um, for just even so many people reached out to us just to say that they're praying um, and uh, yeah, just supporting us. And so we're, mm-hmm. we're so grateful. And anything else that you want to uh, share before we go? No, uh, just mm-hmm. that um, um, one other thing, just one other thing. <laughs> oh, this is, this is so cool. It's like, um, we're going around uh, ministering to people, looking how we can do it. And I just realized, you know what? God's given me a talent of uh, a spoken word and and just engaging that. And God's given me so many of so many pieces that uh, in that place, I'm wondering what can I do to to reach these people because you know so many people are uh, going past me. So I just began just go around the the city. Just be just speaking in the spirit and just doing my proses uh, in an elevated voice, mm-hmm. and then people just began to listen, and just I've gotten to pray with people, and just in the some of the the the, the way that it it broke things down in people, and that's the the gift that God's given me, and that's where my voice is. I, one of the things that I, that God is part of my voice, and I just I just encourage you. Find your voice, the mm-hmm. things that, whether you sing, whether you, you dance, whether you, um, whether you preach, whether you, whatever it is, is that God has a purpose for it that beyond mm-hmm. just our own personal things yeah. to reach people. Mm-hmm. And so that was, that's probably one thing I want to, want to leave with you that God's giving you a voice, whether it's where you speaking or you're gifting or whatever, use your voice yeah. and see God reach people. Mm-hmm. God bless you. And um, so thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks Uh, for joining us today. And we will see you next week on uh, The Deposit with Brian and Diana Lee, episode five. Yes. We will see you then. Bye-bye.